helping you plan for a successful retirement and what's right for you and your family. This is The Aging Hour with Bill Davis and elder law attorney Phil George of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. The opinions expressed by the hosts and guests are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Yeah, like that uh, big voice guy says right there, it is the Aging Hour, and it's powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. I'm Bill Davis, and my good friend uh, Phil George, elder law attorney with that fine establishment, is uh, with us today. How you been since last week? Real good, Bill. How about yourself? Okay. Yeah, good. No, uh, no major uh, complaints uh, whatsoever. Getting well. I, I, I do have, um, I, I, I do have a, a sad thing to report. That, What's that? Uh, last. Uh, I guess it was last week. Uh-huh. I hit a magical number. Oh no! Yeah. Well, well how, how much magic is in this number? Uh, seventy years on the planet. Although I never can figure out. Is that does that mean you're starting your seventieth year on your birthday, or you have finished? You are seventy. That's a good question. You're. I think I finished sixty nine. I and think I'm so. Star- so I'm really starting not 70. seventy. Yeah. Right. I won't be seventy till next. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. So you're starting. You're gonna be starting your seventieth year. So enjoy it. Live it up. Eh. You're only 69 once, my friend. Yeah, okay. And I, I have a feeling Phil's going to talk to me about geriatric doctors today, but uh, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we, we have a lot of things to get to today. If you want to be part of the show, you can uh, send Phil an email, uh, topics or questions, at uh, radio at safeharborlegal.com. Once again, radio safeharborlegal.com. And, uh, yeah, upcoming shows, we'll uh, make sure we address uh, things for you. So we have, uh, like I said, we got a lot of good topics. What are we yeah, chatting we about today? So we got a couple of good email questions. Uh, the first one is, do you need a family trust? Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one is, what questions should you be asking your financial advisor Third, uh, how involved should your family be in your estate plan? And then finally, in our fourth segment, my favorite part, yeah. where we go back over, I wouldn't necessarily call it rehashing. I would find it, it's... Uh, I call it are, the Cliff Notes version. Exactly. We're just going back in and we're, we're dusting off those jewels that we haven't uncovered during the earlier segments. He said jewels. <laughs> he thinks he's got <laughs> jewels here. That's uh, Phil George uh, over across the mic from me, uh, the aging hour, uh, again, powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Let's uh, jump into your first client question here. Yeah. Um, says that uh, my husband and I are uh, getting ready to retire. They own their own home. Congratulations on that. Mm-hmm. They have a little bit in savings. Now, uh, she says his parents had a family trust, and it made things uh, a lot easier for that family. So uh, would a family trust be right for them? Uh, you know, we get this question quite a bit. And, and of course, the answer you're going to get is it depends. Yeah. Right. Obviously. It depends on the specific situation mm-hmm. of whether or not a family trust is actually going to work for you or not. Okay. Um, we've talked about revocable. We talk mm-hmm. about wills. We've talked about uh, powers of attorney, family mm-hmm. trust. I think this is the first time I've heard this mm-hmm. uh, this uh, this phrase. What's a yeah. family trust? So a, a family trust is it's a means of distributing your assets after you pass, but you can truly think of a family trust as being a revocable living trust. Oh, okay. Those are synonyms. Mm-hmm. So again, what you're doing is you're creating a legal bucket while you're still alive, and then what you do is you put all of your assets in the bucket. 
Um, so a lot of families, well, they do this so that they can either bypass estate taxes or they can get through or they can bypass probate. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of families use a family trust then instead of that will. Okay. Uh, so I've got a family trust in my left hand. Sure. I've got a will in my right hand. Okay. Uh, what's the difference? That's a powerful combination right there. Yep. Oh, man. Right there. So basically, uh, the family trust and will, they both distribute assets after your past. So mm. they both, that's their primary goal. How do these assets get separated? Now, a will is a document that means that you have to go through probate, and we'll talk about that just a little bit. But so if, if I have a, if my wife and I have wills uh, and I pass away, my wife has to take my will down to the courthouse. She has to hire an attorney. She has to go through probate. And then when my wife passes, our kids have to then take her will down to the courthouse. They mm-hmm. have to hire an attorney, and they have to go through probate. Yeah. So with a revocable trust, you don't have to go through probate. And that's one of the biggest advantages for most people. Right. So the rule is that if you die while owning real estate or more than $100,000 in other assets, then you, then you have to go through probate. Uh, so when you create a revocable living trust, like I said, you're basically creating that, that legal bucket, if you will. Mm-hmm. So you put your home in the bucket. You put your bank accounts in the bucket. All your assets go in the bucket. And that way, when you pass, in the eyes of the government, you didn't own anything. So no. your estate doesn't have to go through probate because basically, like I said, in the eyes of the government, you were broke. Well, already a trust mm-hmm. sounds uh, pretty good, especially for most people. If you can, well, we've talked we've talked about uh, before on the show about avoiding uh, mm-hmm. probate, doing mm-hmm. doing the best uh, you can to avoid sure. probate. Yeah. Uh, how uh, take me through the process? How how bad really sure. is it if you do go through probate? Sure. Yeah. So probate is basically the government's way of making sure that you pay your final tab, so mm-hmm. to speak. Right? They don't want you walking out on your tab. So yeah. if I had a will and I died, my wife would need to then go and hire that attorney and then file my will at the local court house to go through probate. The average cost right now, it's gone up a little bit. It's about $5,500 now mm-hmm. to, to start that. And those costs, they just go up and up and up and yeah. up, right? Um, it's not uncommon for them to be two, three, four times that much. Mm-hmm. And the average length of a probate is about six months. Oh, I'm sorry, the average starting length is about six months. And again, they can go for years and years. And the problem is it ties up those assets, yeah. right? So if I pass away before my wife can could go in and refinance or sell or anything like that with our home, she has to get through this probate process. So it yeah. really kind of ties her hands on I, top of all that. And I know you've we've talked about this in the past. By the way, it's uh, the Aging Hour with uh, Phil George, uh, Elder Law Attorney, uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. They power this hour mm-hmm. uh, for us. Um, we talk about the uh, the downsides of probate, and I know you have, uh, you've really hammered this home to me sure. about how, you know, when you go to court and you do that, all everybody in the world knows your stuff. Yeah, there's no privacy. Exactly it at right. All, right. So if you're yeah. if you're going to court and you are so if I'm the deceased person, my wife goes to court. She hires the attorney. The attorney then has to go through and make an inventory of my entire estate. Mm-hmm. They have to file that with court, and then once that happens, they have to file another paperwork, other paperwork with court that basically says, this is who's getting what. And mm-hmm. so once you file documents with, with the court, other people can come in and look at those. Yes, public knowledge. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Now you can come in and see mm-hmm. them. And it's not uncommon. Um, I mean, it's not, it doesn't happen to everybody, but it's not uncommon then that if you have, if you have assets, um, you know, people... People can find out what you had, and then all of a sudden your kid gets a new best friend mm-hmm. or a new girlfriend or something along those lines. You find out that you had relatives exactly you didn't right. know you had. 
Exactly, and didn't right. want in the first place. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah, I got that. So, yeah, so it basically, it's a court process. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and it also promotes fighting, right? So yeah, if I've sure. got uh, a court process is adversarial to begin with, right? Yeah. There's, there's, you've got one side on one side of the court, and you've got uh, you know the other represented on the other opposite side of the court. And so if you've got family members that have been itching to fight each other or that uh, might have uh, a tendency to disagree, Mm -hmm. that's what this process is about. It's about giving everybody the opportunity to come forward. And if they have any kind of claim, if they have any kind of grievance, if they think that for whatever reason, you know, the will shouldn't be valid or whatever else, Mm -hmm. it gives them the opportunity to do that. And so the probate process itself kind of leads to more fighting, we found. Um, so we're talking family trusts. Mm-hmm. We're talking wills. Mm-hmm. Um, you got a uh, you got you got a choice on that. You got you got one that uh, favors one over the other. Um, I do, but I, I want to just real quick before we before I get to that. I also want to say that if you have you have to be careful because if you own real estate in more oh, than one yeah, state, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you have to be careful. So if I own real estate here in Washington and I own real estate, let's say down in Arizona, mm-hmm. um, then I have to go through probate in Washington and Arizona. Yeah, and if I own probate or if I own property in Arizona, Washington, and Hawaii, again probate in all three, mm-hmm. and it's. You have to go through the whole process in each one, so it can really, really get bad. It can be expensive, time-consuming, and uh, something you, you really Absolutely. want to stay away from. Yeah, well, I mean, we've talked about wills and yeah. trusts, and uh, and I know, uh, I, I guess your circumstances probably Ex- dictate exactly right? which right. one you want. Exactly right. There are times for a will. You know, if, if you don't have a very large estate, if... Uh, if, you know, if to be perfectly frank, you don't care if your family gets, you know, has mm-hmm. to go through probate, that type of thing. Right. But if you own real estate, if you own real estate in, in more than one state, if you want to avoid probate, if you want your estate to remain private, if you want to make it harder for your family to fight, um, if it's important to you to make things as easy for your family as possible if something happens to you, yeah. then you should really be looking at a revocable living trust. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of times, again, people get kind of... of uh, the advice that they get is, oh, a will is just fine. A will is just fine. And and a will will distribute your assets. It's just going to cost you a lot more to do it, and it's yeah. going to take a lot more time to get it done. Uh, I assume uh, they can uh, contact you, figure absolutely. out what's best uh, for them? So, yes, absolutely. If, if you want to uh, talk to somebody about what it would take to, to put a family trust together for you or whether or not a family trust is even appropriate for you, uh, reach out. Uh, call us at Safe Harbor Legal. Set up an appointment to come in and talk to me. You can talk to me directly, uh, 360-746. That's 360-746-7169. Always uh, good uh, topics uh, here on the show. The Aging Hour brought to you by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Speaking of good topics, uh, you want to talk talk some money maybe? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Financial planners? Absolutely. Good idea? Bad idea? Uh, I I think I know where you fall on this. uh, It depends. (laughs) He's Phil George, elder law attorney with uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. We will continue with uh, the Aging Hour in just a moment on KGMI. Any and all information provided by this radio program is for general information and entertainment purposes and is not intended to give legal advice. Listening or interacting with this radio program does not create an attorney-client relationship, and any information sent to this radio program may not be constituted as attorney-client privilege. It is important that you seek counsel and discuss your case with a competent attorney. Review your local state bar for information on each attorney you hire. Are you a woman worried about your aging parents? More than 75% of family caregivers in the U.S. are women. And unfortunately, most of these women end up having to leave their careers to take care of their aging parents. 
But this doesn't have to be you. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide your parents through creating an estate and retirement plan that will take you from caregiver to care manager. That means you won't be the one helping your parents bathe or get dressed. Instead, you'll manage the care who come to help your parents with their daily life so you can ensure your parents' well-being without having to sacrifice your career. Don't let a lack of planning steal your hard-earned future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you'll be by your parents' side without putting your life to the side. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help your parents and help you. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Isn't it finally time to get your affairs in order? You've been putting it off and putting it off, but did you know more than 70% of retirement plans fail when families need them most? Don't let your family be one of the 70%. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will show you how to give yourself the best possible chance at a dignified retirement and the best possible chance for peace of mind for your whole family. That means no running out of money from uncovered long-term care costs or extravagant death taxes. No being forced out of your home against your wishes and never becoming a burden on your loved ones. Don't let a lack of planning spoil your retirement or your family's future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you won't have to worry about being one of the 70% that fail. Let the folks at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. How confident are you in your estate plan? Confident enough to know you won't run out of money from uncovered long-term care costs? Confident enough to know you won't be forced out of your home against your wishes? Confident enough to know you'll never become a burden on your loved ones? If you aren't 100% confident in your estate plan, it's not the plan for you. Don't risk it and don't wait until it's too late. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will make sure you can lead a dignified retirement and offer your family peace of mind. So you'll never have to worry about exorbitant expenses, being forced from your home, or becoming a burden. And if you don't have an estate plan yet, the attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions are there to guide you. Put your plan in place today so you can prepare yourself and your family for the future, no matter what it holds. Safe Harbor Legal will show you exactly how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Welcome back and thanks for uh, joining us. On the Aging Hour, powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions, Phil George, elder law attorney with that uh, great establishment here to... uh, uh, to give us uh, give us good points about getting older. Yeah, <laughs> it's good points. aging. Exactly. Wait a minute, you're not an old guy. You know, uh, no, but I play one on the radio. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> he's he's uh, he's standing across the uh, the microphone from an old guy. You know, although you know what is you know I'm seventy years old. What yeah. does seventy mean? Right. I thought it was a wheelchair and a shawl. It used and, to be. And, you know, right? and uh, retirement. Yeah. What have I done? Am I retired? You look no. like you're ready for an Iron Man. <sighs> I mean, come on now. I'm not ready for it. Maybe I'm ready for an iron lung. <laughs> 
Anyway, what's good seeing you? Let's. um, By the way, if you want to be part of the show, radio at safeharborlegal.com. Radio at safeharborlegal.com. You can email Phil a question or a topic if you want us to uh, cover that in a future show. I've been saving that line, Iron Lug, for a long time. (laughs) You don't think I just came up with that? I have a script of uh, one liners here for the rest of the year. That was well played for us. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks very much. I, um, yeah, good job on my part. Uh All right. So, you had a uh, question here about a person going, uh, they're going to be going in and talk. Oh, they're going to talk with their financial planner yeah. shortly. They want to know what kind of questions, what kind of topics should I be uh, covering and asking Absolutely. there? Absolutely. Okay. Is, this is such a good question. Mm-hmm. You know, people, obviously, I'm an elder law attorney, and so people ask, you know, what are you doing? Why are you talking about finances? Why are you talking about health? Why are you talking mm-hmm. about geriatric doctors and all this kind of stuff? And it's truly because if you want to have a good plan in place, you have to do more than just talk about wills and trusts. You have to look at your life as kind of a as a whole. Mm-hmm. And how do you prepare yourself for retirement in all of these other different areas? And one of those, obviously, is how, how to prepare you financially. And so yeah. a lot of people, unfortunately... When they think about financial planning for retirement, you know, they're just worried about having the biggest pile of money. And mm-hmm. they think that the biggest pile of money is going to make it so they don't have to do any other planning or that they won't have any issues in retirement. Well, that's a big right? pile of money. It fixes everything. Right? Absolutely. Done. Right? Absolutely. No, so no. so let's let's play a little, little thought game here. Okay. So uh, how much money would it take for you to be completely comfortable that your retirement go, would go off without a hitch? Mm-hmm. Right? So if okay. I gave you a million dollars... Do you, would having a million dollars in cash mean that that your you think that your retirement would just go off without a hitch? I, you know, these days, right? Because I know uh, Lisa and uh, my situation, I uh, I wouldn't think so. Well, how about two million? Uh, getting close, right? Oh, ten million. Ten Jack, million. Jackpot. Okay. Yeah, I'm right. right there. All right, I'll I'll take ten mil. And when and I, I'm set, <laughs> absolutely. And yeah. so when I ask these the same question when I go to seminars and give seminars, yeah, you know, I'll do that. I'll say, how about one million? How about two million? How about how about ten million? And most people will raise their hands when I say ten so, million. Yeah. And say, you know that's what? Fine. That's it. That's all I need. Okay. Well, what if you had eighty million dollars? Okay, I'm no uh, I'm no rocket surgeon, right? But. Uh, 80 million is eight times more than 10 million. <laughs> exactly. And I would say 80 million, I am set and I don't have to worry right. about anything else. Absolutely. And you're going to tell me I'm right. wrong. Uh, well, you know what? You are. Yep. You are. Yep. You know, you think you have $80 million, everything's going to be absolutely secure. But this is the story of Casey Kasem. And I know yeah. you know Casey Kasem. Yeah. Um, did you ever meet him? Uh, I uh, I did meet Casey Kasem one time. Huh. Uh, this is it, Casey was the host of American Top Forty yeah, yeah. Uh, for years on the radio. And by the way, I don't know if you've heard this, mm-hmm. but uh, everybody who's listening and, and Phil as well, Google Casey Kasem rant. Oh, really? R a n t rant. Yeah. It's it's an off mic ramp. He's yeah. upset about uh, something about uh, the songs that are being picked or uh, a a pic some pictures he was supposed to see yeah. or whatever. Just Google it; it'll come up on YouTube. Huh. Uh, and I'm going to tell you right now: there's a lot of f bombs. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of bad language. It is the funniest thing you've ever heard. It's called the Casey Casey Kasem Kasem or Casey rant. Kasem loses it, right? Or whatever. But yeah, we know his story. Absolutely. He, what, what eighty million so dollars? Stake? Eighty million. Yeah. And so if you thought he got mad at those songs, wait until you get a load of this, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, he ended up passing from complications of dementia, but but not before his family went completely ballistic. So, And, and he had a traditional estate plan. He yeah. had a will. He had a living will. He had uh, every all of the traditional legal documents all in place. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but what happened was his wife or his daughter and his fifth wife or whatever it was, yeah. they started fighting like cats and dogs mm-hmm. um, over basically his end of life directive and, and what would happen and whether or not he would be removed from treatment and where he would pass away, even though it was it was spelled out right in yeah. his traditional legal documents. It's, it's like he's laying in the bed <clears throat> yeah. with dementia and they're tugging. You know, they're, they're, Absolutely. Well, one person's got one end of the bed and they're just yanking it Exactly back and right. Yeah. And it completely split the family apart. Yeah. And so his daughter ended up sneaking him out of, of this great facility he was at in California. Mm-hmm. They drove north along the they California. Came here, didn't they? They, yeah. Uh, yeah, they drove along the coast till they got to Gig Harbor. Right. And he ended up passing away in what I would not call a good the, skilled the nursing home yeah. in Gig Harbor. Yeah. yeah. $80 million. $80 million a state, all the money in the world. And with the traditional plan, all that got him was an extended car ride with his daughter to mm-hmm. uh, a, a crummy nursing home where yeah. he could pass away. Well, I, uh, I'm on firm ground when I say that kind of sucks. Absolutely. So uh, so he had all that money, yeah. and it didn't, uh, it didn't work out. Yeah. So uh, let's circle back. What's this got to do with uh, having a financial nope. planner? Good question. Yeah. So a good financial planner can do so much more than just give you the biggest pile of money possible. Now, obviously, everybody wants the biggest pile of money, too, right? Mm-hmm. But they can give you so much more information, information that is vital to creating the rest of your plan. And so, uh, like, just as, as an example, if you're getting ready to ready retire, you should really be talking to your financial advisor about what I call your financial dashboard. Yeah. So based on your current income and how much you have saved away and how you hold your assets and, and what your goals are for, for leaving something to your family... They can put a financial plan together that will tell you, you know, when you'll be able to retire within a couple of like weeks, right? Mm-hmm. This is exactly when you're going to be able to retire. This is how much you're going to have to save in order to retire the way you want. Uh, this is how much you'll be able to spend each month in retirement and, and whether or not a good long-term care insurance policy is right for you. And mm-hmm. so once you have all that information... You're able then to take it and kind of plug it into the rest of your plan that you're putting together, the mm-hmm. rest of your your uh, you know estate and retirement plan as you're putting it together. Yeah, you know, Lisa and I did the same thing uh, with ours, and uh, one of the big questions was in retirement. They said, "What's your travel budget?" Yeah, and I went, "Oh, right." Oh, and we found, you know, what we found out hmm. uh, we had to increase it. Yeah, because we oh, were looking absolutely. at okay, we want to do Cabo, we want to do Las yeah. Cruces, we want to go here, we want to go Portugal, yeah. and they said, you know, we were thinking uh, five to eight grand a year would yeah. probably do it. Oh, not it, it, we had to you up it to double about or triple grand. that. But anyway, yeah. they put all of the all, all of that together yeah. and literally, you know, like absolutely. you said, the metrics, and they said this is this is when you can retire. Exactly. This is what it's going to take, and this is what it's going to do. It sounded like a lot of great information. It's uh, an incredibly a valuable tool. A financial it's, planner can it, do. It, yeah. It's an incredibly valuable tool, and it helps you also with other decisions as you go throughout life, right? If your kid comes to you and says, oh, mom or dad, I want uh, you know help putting a down payment on a home or I want to pay off some of my student loans or something like that, what this does is it, it gives you a good idea. Okay, do I have that much more money? Mm-hmm. Um, if I don't, how far back is that going to put me with my own financial or, or retirement plan? Yeah. You know, maybe it also tells you, you know, if you haven't been saving enough for retirement, it tells you that, you know what, realistically, you're gonna, not going to be able to retire until you're, you know, 70 or mm-hmm. 75. Um, but but it, it's better to know, right? It's better yeah. to know than just to kind of bury your head in the sand and just kind of guess and then maybe guess wrong. So you retire at 65 and oh, you didn't have enough money to do it. 
Yeah. But it, it is, back to your point, it is a lot of good information. You know, the people people make a mistake when they think that because we're talking about money, this is all they have to do, right? right. Just the biggest pile of money out there. But unfortunately, as we've talked about before, more than 70% of retirement plans fail when families need them the most. And that's kind of what happened here with Casey Kasem. He had that traditional retirement plan. He had $80 million. If you were to ask him either before or after he went on the rant that you were talking about, mm-hmm. um, he probably would have said, you know what, I am, I'm golden. I'm I've fine. got everything I need. I've done everything that I need to do. And then look what happened. Exactly. Everything just kind of went to heck in a Mm handbasket for him. So if it can happen to someone like Casey Kasem, it can happen to you and your family unless you plan correctly. Well, you talk about a traditional plan. So uh, give me some ideas. What what does it take to make that traditional plan? So if if you want... There's factors, right? Exactly. So a traditional plan just just isn't good enough. You have to truly create a holistic plan that covers everything. You have to look at your health. You want to make sure that you can be independent as long as possible. You want to to make sure your housing is in order so that you can actually come home from the hospital or the rehab facility if something ends up happening to you. Mm -hmm. You do worry about your finances, and of course you want as large of a pile of money as possible, but you also want to make sure you can access that money and that you're getting good information about whether or not you should or can be spending that money. Hmm. Of course, you need good legal documents, but they need to do more than just say, okay, this person gets to just be my power of attorney and figure it out. They should be manuals of instruction that actually explain to people what they should be doing and what they should be thinking of. And Hmm. then, of course, you have to get your family involved in it. If your family, they're going to be the ones that are going to be helping you and helping make decisions, then they have to be part of the planning process too. If you want to be successful. Yeah. So if you got $80 million, uh, if you want to set up a comprehensive estate plan, I think uh, they could uh, probably contact you. Absolutely. And you don't even need the 80 million. Okay. But if you, if you truly want to be successful in your, in your retirement, if you want to avoid all these pitfalls that you know happen to people on a daily basis, Mm -hmm. just reach out and contact us, make an appointment, come in, sit down with me. uh, 360-746-7169. I'm always happy to talk to you. What's up next? What are we going to talk about? So next we're going to talk about whether or not you should be involving your kids in your estate plan at all. I don't have kids, so I say no. All right. <laughs> That's done. just me. That's easy. Let's pack okay, it up. Okay, so we're done with that. Segment. All right. right. Yeah, we'll be back in just a moment on uh, KGMI, the aging hour powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right. A will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you want to learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. What's the single biggest financial threat to a successful retirement? Uncovered long-term care costs. The average cost of care in a nursing home in Washington State is $10,000 per month. Even a good-sized estate can quickly run out of money with those kinds of costs. You need care, but you don't want to leave a bill behind for your family. So what if there was another way? What if you could transfer onto governmental benefits so your spouse wouldn't have to spend down all their money? 
What if you could give your family all the tools they need to get you out of a rehab facility and recovering in your own home? What if you knew you would never become a burden on your loved ones? All of this is possible with a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Don't let a lack of planning steal your retirement or your loved one's future. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can give you a dignified retirement and give your family peace of mind. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Are you a woman worried about your aging parents? More than 75% of family caregivers in the U.S. are women. And unfortunately, most of these women end up having to leave their careers to take care of their aging parents. But this doesn't have to be you. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide your parents through creating an estate and retirement plan that will take you from caregiver to care manager. That means you won't be the one helping your parents bathe or get dressed. Instead, you'll manage the care who come to help your parents with their daily life so you can ensure your parents' well-being without having to sacrifice your career. Don't let a lack of planning steal your hard-earned future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you'll be by your parents' side without putting your life to the side. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help your parents and help you. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. A properly operating furnace will guarantee that you stay comfortable as the seasons change. Contact West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electric for a system inspection today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Back on the Aging Hour on KGMI, powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. I'm Bill Davis, along uh, with my friend, uh, Elder Law Attorney Phil George. And uh, in case you might have missed an episode or two here, and by the way, if you have, shame on you. But I know, I know, you're busy. Weekends uh, you know, are kind of crazy yeah. uh, for you. Um, we uh, we load up the podcast uh, on our uh, um, our uh, website. I almost said Facebook page. I'm not yeah. even sure we got a Facebook page. I, <laughs> Do I'm people sure still have those? But anyway, yeah. we're, we're on our website podcast kgmi.com you've you've got other avenues as well we do so really anywhere where you go and find your podcast you can go to spreaker.com you can go to spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, anywhere where you want to go uh and google either the aging hour or you can google the aging hour kgmi and Mm -hmm. you see all those episodes will pop up you can go back in there you can you can relive all of this amazing knowledge or you can share it with somebody else yeah absolutely yeah you can pull somebody and say hey listen to this i've already done it 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 makes a great present okay yeah yeah yeah. you're already thinking about christmas aren't i am yeah (laughs) um so we have a client question uh here we were uh, we teased it a little earlier about uh kids being involved in your estate plan uh good idea bad idea how much should they be involved Uh, well so it's a great question you know sometimes families they want to share information and sometimes they don't you know most of us have dealt with our own families and they know that you know like my parents even though I'm an elder law attorney a lot of times they don't want to talk to me about what their plans are yeah. so unfortunately you know it it really just kind of depends mm. um sometimes okay. it's a good idea sometimes it's it's not the greatest idea well then uh, tell me when it's a good idea to to bring in your family so basically it's it's a good idea if you want or need their input mm. now this is entirely different than asking their permission right 
you're not saying, oh, can I, you know, please give, you know, your, your sister a share mm-hmm. or, you know, can I please, you know, not go into a nursing home or something like that. But you just want their idea. You want them to have a voice in this, this planning process, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you want to make sure that they don't appoint people to, or that you don't appoint people to positions that they don't want. So, yeah. You know, if you're thinking to yourself, oh, you know, I've got a son and a daughter and, oh, my daughter would be a great financial power of attorney. And then you get to talking to her and she's like, oh, gosh, that sounds like the worst thing in the world. Right. It's better to know that up front than Mm -hmm. to actually get to that point and then finding out by surprise. So you want to hear about what's important to your family, too. So, uh, you know, if uh, you're talking about what happens to you after you pass and where your ashes go and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, you know, a lot of times that's really important to your family and more important to your family than it is to you. So. Mm Um, you know, you want to just make sure that you're talking to your family about those things, that they have different preferences for the roles they might play. You talk a lot about setting people up for failure, like setting yourself up for failure uh, in your financial uh, planning or your retirement. Uh, One of the things you don't want to do is set your kids up for failure if they don't want to do this. You don't want to set your kids up for failure. You want to play up to their strengths. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and you also want to secure your own peace of mind that your affairs are in order. So, Having your family involved can can sometimes ensure that you don't forget anything, right? That you don't leave an in, an issue uncovered. Um, you know, you might want to ensure that your heirs and your priorities are taken care of. And, mm-hmm. and what I mean by that is that, you know, if you're going to leave somebody something in in maybe a non traditional way, you want to make sure that they are also aware of that. So mm-hmm. if if let's just say for example you're going to leave somebody money in a trust instead of giving it to them directly, mm-hmm. you want to make sure that they're bought in, that they know that this wasn't a slight against them, that this isn't something that then should go out and cause fights in the family, that this yeah. is something that that is meant to to protect them. And so the more input that they can have in that in the beginning the better off you're going to be, the better off your planning is going to be. Well, yeah, you're being proactive, uh, making sure nobody, uh, you know, fights in, in the future over this. Now, uh, we talked about when, it, when it's a good idea to involve your uh, family with, uh, you know, your estate plan. Right. Uh, this is my favorite part yeah. of, the, of the segment. Right. I, I lo- you know, Lisa, my wife, uh, her glass is half full. Right. My glass... My glass is more than half empty most of the time. I love nefariousness going on. So when is it a bad idea to involve them? So it's – and there are several scenarios you can think of. But if your family is not supportive of you, right? So if if your family doesn't think it's important to plan in the first place or if your family doesn't think your opinions are important, right, if – you know, if, if they're just going to just sit there and tell you how silly you are for making your plan the whole time you've got them in there, then it might not be a great idea to actually have them in there in the first I think place. it would be a great idea if they react to you like that, if you just tell them to go pound sand. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Go pound sand, you little twit. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I like I like what you added there at the end. Well, yeah, sometimes it, it can be a bad idea, yeah. especially, yeah, if, uh, well, I, if you don't have a good relationship. If you don't have a good right relationship yeah. with your kids. Now, mm-hmm. this isn't the time for serious fighting, right? But, mm-hmm. but in you want to make make sure that if you're going to be, you're sitting there in front of the attorney, anyhow, that you're not just, you know, this isn't the time for the family to rehash what happened at the family reunion 15, 20 years ago or whatever. So if you don't have a good relationship for your kids and all they're going to do is just start fighting. So you're not going to actually be able to get anything done, then it's probably not a good idea. Also, if you can't stand them or they can't stand you, you know, then you probably shouldn't be including them in this process. Yeah. So you have to be careful about this. Hmm. Now, sometimes family just can't stand being in the same room together, right? Yeah. So if you think that all your family will do is, like we we're just saying, fight amongst themselves, then it probably won't be very adv- advantageous to actually have them in there helping with this. Um, yeah. 
And again, like we said, if you Mm -hmm. can't stand your kids or if you're not able to stand up to your kids. Right. So if you've got a kid that runs roughshod over you, Mm -hmm. and we all know those families too, that, oh, mommy or daddy, I want this or I want that or I want this, and you've never been able to say no to them. Mm -hmm. If you think your kids are going to bulldoze you or bully you, uh, if you don't think they'll listen to you or respect your decisions, or if you have a hard time standing up to your kids, then you know what? It's probably not a good idea to actually have them involved in this. I I think when when you said something about uh, rehashing something that happened, you know, at a family reunion 15 years ago. It, yeah. uh, it, it reminds me of, of something, a story with the Beatles, uh, John uh. Lennon. John, when they were breaking up in, yeah. in the late 60s, or early 70s, uh, John Lennon said something like... Uh, it was uh, oh yeah you you got the tambourine wrong uh, on track three take three of track three yeah. that's why my life is in ruins exactly. right now is because you got that tambourine they were rehashing stupid things oh yeah uh, so families will do that too yeah so yeah. good good idea bad idea sure yeah, it, it depends really just depends right yeah. um, it, you know in, in in some case it really does it it just depends but this is one of those so if you're trying to accomplish this very serious task of putting the plan together then you know in Involving your family, if they want to help and they can get along and they can be a very valuable part of the planning process, then yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. But if all they want to do is fight or if they want to steamroll you or you're not going to listen to what they say in the first place, well, then maybe it's a good idea to leave them out. And so usually what I'll do is I'll ask people to bring their families in in a couple of different ways. I'll mm-hmm. either have them come in at, uh, you know, after we've had a couple of meetings mm-hmm. um, so that the family will, you know, we'll just kind of run it past them at that point. We'll say, okay, these are the roles that we've already kind of picked out for you. What do you think? Mm-hmm. This is uh, this is the plan that we have in place. This is, you know, we want you to be successful. We want you to ask questions, that kind of thing. And so we'll allow them access at that point. And then sometimes what we'll do is we'll bring them in at the very end mm-hmm. after the plan is completely laid out so that they can give us their input at that point, they can kind of tell us, you know, what they think, whether or not they would agree with their roles, uh, whether or not they see something wrong, that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's everybody's different. And at the end of the day, again, it just depends. So um, if they would like to talk to you about um, whether it's a good idea or a bad idea yeah. or uh, or some new verbiage to yeah. uh, how to tell your kids to go pound sand, Absolutely. they could contact you, the right? Twits. Yes. Yeah. So the decision to put your family in your estate planning is a deeply personal one. So if you would like to sit down and talk about whether or not to include them in that or how to include them in that or what you should be saying, um, give me a call. Come in for an appointment. I'm happy to talk to you. 360-746-7169. He is uh, Phil George, Elder Law Attorney, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. They power uh, this uh, this hour on the radio station, which mm-hmm. is called the Aging Hour. And uh, we always come up against our last segment. It's always a sad time for me, but a happy time for Phil. Oh, uh, yeah. We call it the wrap up. Oh, it's my favorite. We'll uh, we'll talk about all the stuff we've already talked about. Absolutely, right? but uh, with a new twist and a new. Again, we're uncovering these shiny little gems. Nice. We'll be back on uh, the Aging Hour here in just a moment on KGMI. Any and all information provided by this radio program is for general information and entertainment purposes and is not intended to give legal advice. Listening or interacting with this radio program does not create an attorney-client relationship, and any information sent to this radio program may not be constituted as attorney-client privilege. It is important that you seek counsel and discuss your case with a competent attorney. Review your local state bar for information on each attorney you hire. Isn't it finally time to get your affairs in order? You've been putting it off and putting it off, but did you know more than 70% of retirement plans fail when families need them most? Don't let your family be one of the 70%. 
Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will show you how to give yourself the best possible chance at a dignified retirement and the best possible chance for peace of mind for your whole family. That means no running out of money from uncovered long-term care costs or extravagant death taxes, no being forced out of your home against your wishes, and never becoming a burden on your loved ones. Don't let a lack of planning spoil your retirement or your family's future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you won't have to worry about being one of the 70% that fail. Let the folks at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. How confident are you in your estate plan? Confident enough to know you won't run out of money from uncovered long-term care costs? Confident enough to know you won't be forced out of your home against your wishes? Confident enough to know you'll never become a burden on your loved ones? If you aren't 100% confident in your estate plan, it's not the plan for you. Don't risk it and don't wait until it's too late. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will make sure you can lead a dignified retirement and offer your family peace of mind. So you'll never have to worry about exorbitant expenses, being forced from your home, or becoming a burden. And if you don't have an estate plan yet, the attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions are there to guide you. Put your plan in place today so you can prepare yourself and your family for the future, no matter what it holds. Safe Harbor Legal will show you exactly how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right. A will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you want to learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Yep, we are uh, back for our uh, final segment of the Aging Hour, powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Phil George, elder law attorney with uh, good stuff uh, to bring us each and every week. Uh, I think this is, this is uh, you've had good information, but it's yeah. almost been a comedy show right. at the same time. Well, you know, we like, to, uh, we like to include a little bit of comedy with a little bit of information. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a lot more comedy than information. It, it's yeah. almost like uh, using sugar to help the medicine go down. Exactly. Right? You know what? That's a very good way of putting it. Going yeah. back to, is that Mary Poppins? I it forgot. That's yeah, sunshine. the spoonful yeah. of sugar. Yeah, okay. helps the yeah, Phil's going to sing Chim Chim Cherie next week. <laughs> Hold uh, on, folks. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, we have uh, covered a lot of uh, ground today. Mm-hmm. Um, family trust? Absolutely. Yep. So we talked about what a family trust was, and it's basically the same as a revocable living trust, and uh, we talked about how it was different from a will, and that a will is a vehicle that takes your estate through probate, and with a revocable living trust or a family trust, you're basically 
making a, a legal bucket, if you will, that you put your assets in and then you get to bypass probate. We talked about, you know, how bad probate was and whether or not it was something you should be looking to avoid. And, mm-hmm. at, you know, starting at about $5,500 now uh, and only going up from there and, and taking at least, you know, six months to much, much more than that and sometimes years, uh, you know, is obviously probate is something that most people want to avoid. And so which is better, a will or a trust? It, you know, it comes down to the same question that we've come back to before on this show. You know, how easy do you want it to be for your family after you pass away? Mm-hmm. If you want it to be really easy? Yeah. You're, you're a fan of the trust. Uh, I am. I know. Uh, wills work for some in the people. Right, it always depends. In the right circumstances, uh, yeah, yes. But, uh, but yeah, I, I know you like to yeah. go with the trust as, as often as possible, just well, basically th- to get out of Well, probate. I think that, and you know what changed my mind there? Because I used to just say, okay, a will is going to be fine. But what I found out is that most people, they come to an attorney to make sure that if something happens to them, then that life is going to be as easy as possible for their mm-hmm. spouse, right? They don't want their spouse to have to jump through a bunch of hoops or to have to go through all these processes or spend a lot of money or anything like that. They want to make things as easy as possible. And that's truly what they think they're doing when mm-hmm. they create a will. And so most of the time when I talk to people at these educational seminars and I say, you know, if you have a will, you have to go through the probate process. They look at me like I'm speaking Greek. They yeah. have no idea. They thought that they thought mm-hmm. by having the will that they were putting themselves in the best position to make things as easy on their on their spouse as possible. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, this is what I'm doing, I think, is correcting a lot of people's um, mis- uh, Misinformation about well, it, a will is and it's because they yeah. use the Google machine exactly. You know, uh, to, or you uh, just find get bad information from yeah. your neighbor or somebody sure. at church or something like we, that. Uh, we t- we also talked about uh, financial planners. Uh, yeah, not so much whether they're good or bad. Or right. we were talking about yeah. the things you ought to be, if you have one. Yeah, what should you be asking? Absolutely. About? And so initially we talked about you know how much you need for retirement and whether or not haha you could do it ten million dollars and or eighty million dollars sure. and that was the the Casey Kasem story where he got you know dragged from California all the way up to Gig Harbor to pass away in a in a not very nice skilled nursing facility there. Mm-hmm. But what we talked about then was the financial planner. They're more than just giving you the biggest pile of money possible. They can be an invaluable tool um, in your toolbox. So mm-hmm. they can tell you when you can retire, how much you can spend in retirement, whether or not you can help out your kids and to what degree, um, you know, how much you should be saving, all those different kinds of things. They can mm-hmm. give us that information. And that information is crucial to putting together a good estate and retirement plan. So yeah. having a good financial planner is excellent. Mm-hmm. Making sure you're using your financial planner correctly is equally important. Nice. Phil George uh, with us, Elder Law Attorney, The Aging Hour, brought to you by uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. This is the uh, uh, this is the segment of the show where we yeah. uh, we basically recap everything. Jules, Bill. We, yeah, we, Jules. Huh? Jewels. Jewels. We recap the jewels that uh, Phil has bestowed upon us uh, here throughout the hour. Uh, we also talked about um, if your family should be involved right. uh, with your estate planning. If exactly. it's a good idea, bad idea. And yeah, yeah once again, Absolutely. depends. Right? It does. Yeah. If, if your family's going to run roughshod over you, or if they're going to call you names, or if you're just going to fight, or if you're not going to listen to your kids in the first place, or you can't say no to the little darlings, then you probably shouldn't involve them in your estate, in your planning process. Mm-hmm. If, however, you think that this can be a productive conversation and everybody will be involved and you can get some good ideas and you can get some buy-in from your family and you can make sure that you're not missing something, um, you know, just by, you know, 
forgetting something and your family might be able to help you with that, then involving your family is an incredibly important thing with your family so mm-hmm. or with your planning process. So whether or not, again, it depends, whether or not it's good to have your family involved in this family process depends upon what your relationship is like with them and, and how well they would receive this kind of information. Okay. Uh, you know, I know that you've done um, seminars yeah. uh, in the past, you know, where yeah. uh, you, you get a big group of people yeah. uh, who uh, register at your website yeah. and, you know, you come and give them a little uh, presentation Absolutely. and they get to ask questions. Yeah. I was just thinking, um, so in, instead of something like that, yeah. are you available to put together something for other groups? Yeah. Absolutely. You know, that, that they've already put their, you know, they, they have their group together. Yes. That you would come out and talk to them? Absolutely. Oh. And so I do these kinds of educational seminars all the time where I'll, I'll sit down and I'll talk to people about, you know, some of the misconceptions involved with estate planning and, and some of those things that people should really be looking to do and think about uh, when it comes to their own estate plan so that they can so that they can avoid these pitfalls they can avoid being part of the 70% of families that actually yeah. fail in retirement and so we've done a lot of these already um, as a matter of fact just a few weeks ago I got done with the um, giving these uh, classes to the Bellingham Police Department oh. and and the patrolman there thank you very much for having me there it was wonderful talking with you ladies and gentlemen um, but yeah if you've got uh, what other kind of groups would you be uh, so to? obviously so if, if you're if you have a group of folks that are looking towards retirement. So if, let's say that you've got uh, a labor union, right? Mm-hmm. And you've got members that are looking forward to retirement and you're thinking about giving a, you know, a yearly class on what to do or think about. That'd be perfect. Mm-hmm. If you've got a church group where some of your congregation might uh, benefit from learning about the different ways to, you know, to plan their estate so that they're actually successful. Fraternal orders. In the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be speaking to the uh, uh, Knights of Columbus group mm-hmm. down in Mount Vernon. That's mm-hmm. a good idea. Book clubs, garden clubs, anywhere where you think that this kind of information would be important, I'm always happy to come out and and talk to people about how to set themselves up for success in retirement. Um, just just call, right? Just call 360-746-7169. That's 360-746-7169. Um, you know, and we can show you how to how your group can set themselves up, like I said, for success mm-hmm. through better retirement and estate planning. Yeah, this is probably the year to uh, to get all that in order, isn't it? Oh man, I tell might you as what. well. Uh, everybody made resolutions like Absolutely. that. Absolutely, you, you've often told me about how seventy uh, percent of us fail. Yeah, yeah, and we really do. Seventy percent of folks fail in retirement, just like we were talking about Casey Kasem. All the money in the world, he had a traditional estate plan where basically people just had to figure it out. And then the poor guy ends up getting driven through California and right. Oregon through Washington and he dies in, in Gig Harbor. So don't be part of that 70% that fails. Don't run out of money due to these uncovered long-term care costs or death taxes. Don't get forced out of your own home like Casey Case. I mean, into a nursing home. And don't become a burden on your family. You don't want your family to be your caregivers. You want your family to be the managers of your care and just manage the people that are coming in, mm-hmm. making sure those people aren't, aren't abusing you or that those people are actually showing Going up and doing their job. Yeah. You can actually set up your plan so that this is a smooth transition, but you have to do it ahead of time. So if you want to set your family up for success, then you have to plan correctly. So call us, reach out to us at Safe Harbor Legal, set up an appointment, come and talk about your goals. You know, do you have a loved one who's going to need long-term care? Do you want to make life easier on your loved ones when you're gone? Um, 
like you're saying, Bill, don't let that of next year go by. Just yeah. just come in, call us at 360-746-7169, and I'm happy to sit down and talk to you about your specific situation. They can call you. Of course, they can email you, radiosafeharborlegal.com. I know mm-hmm. you'll cover, we've talked about this before, you'll cover uh, Medicare, Medicaid, oh, yeah. Social Security, Wills, Trust, uh, geriatric doctors, senior Everything. housing issues, reverse mortgages, all yeah. kinds of things. Anything that basically affects your retirement, affects your aging, that's why we call this the aging. Yeah, exactly right. Yep. And I just want to thank everybody out there for joining us. We're here every Saturday at 1 p.m. And, you know, you don't have to put your family in a position where they're going to have to just try to figure out what to do or, or you're going to become a burden on them. We can help you set you and your family up for success in your retirement. Nice. Do me a favor. Before you go, uh, say, uh, go pound sand, you young twit, one more time. Go pound sand, you young twit. I love that. I, like that. I love that. I'm going to say shirt. that's going to be a drop for a future talk Absolutely. show. Absolutely. Anyway, good seeing you. We'll see you next week, okay? You too. Phil George, uh, elder law attorney with uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. They bring you the aging hour here on KGMI.